0: Ladies and gentlemen, to the latest episode of Game Rivals. I'm one of your hosts, Max X, and with me, as always, is the talented, the oh-so grand finale, the nominee for Streamer of the Year for the for the Game <laughs> Awards. Good grief! Sean Templar, how's it going, Sean? Uh, I'm good.
1: Thank you for that intro. Just to be clear, I am not a nominee for streamer of the year. Oh, he's just being shy. No, no, no. <laughs> it would be kind of crazy if I got nominated. But
0: uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm good. Uh, a little bit more mellow. Um, although you probably wouldn't tell by my intro. No, <laughs> it's it. I've I've had a I've had a mellow couple of weeks in terms of gaming. Um, in terms of gaming. But we'll get into news because that is a whole thing, different thing uh, uh, separate and uh, kind of uh, really, really uh, grinds my gears to a halt. Um, but for the rest, I'm good. I'm healthy. Um, so, you know, can't complain about that. Work has been fun. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I've also had a surprisingly reasonably balanced work schedule lately. So it allowed me to stream more. Or, well, That's not nice. more, just frequently. That's Uh, nice. And consistently. Although my tagline is like streaming randomly, random games. And we'll get into what we've been playing. But uh, suffice to say, uh, (laughs) it's been weird. (laughs) Uh, Tell me about it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So um, I do want to jump into the news. um, But before we do, I do want to bring up a little thing. Um, uh, For the podcast, so people listening at the beginning will actually hear this. So, we started posting week, uh, bi-weekly questions with the podcast when it goes live. Um, if you're specifically listening to this on Spotify, you can always answer the question of the podcast. Um, and if you answer it, we might actually read it. Uh, well, not might. We will read it on the following episode. So, please feel free to answer this week's uh, question, uh, which you will hear at the end. So, Speaking of which, um, let's just jump right into it and uh you know what? It's been it's not let's, been light on news. Let's save the activision stuff for last. I wasn't gonna start with that. Oh, okay, um, cool. But I was about to say that. But um the news that has come out, like mm. there's been a lot of games being released, of course. Um, but again, we can't play everything because we're just two guys. Um and you know. Gaming costs money and <laughs> gaming costs time. And yeah. those are two things that are very limited to us. So, um, but we do play the games that are interesting and we tend to talk about it. So, let's talk about a game that I think both of us were fairly enthusiastic about when it got announced. But after it being released, it's like, because uh, I, did you pick it up? no i didn't because i i did not pick it up and i'm kind of no. glad i didn't i still want to also pick it up, but i can't i can't bring myself to pick it up because i, I like it, i want it on the switch and yeah, but on the, it the looks Switch. On the like switch. the most it's the most broken on switch yeah but like not to say that it, the
1: funny oh, thing is, is for people that don't know we're obviously talking yeah. about the gta remasters
0: and so basically yeah, no, no, ha- say the full title. I don't know Say what the, the, full full t- <laughs> <laughs> don't know the full title is. The full title is Grand Theft Auto The Trilogy Definitive Edition. And well, really hang on that Definitive Edition. You know how you know how
1: they came up with that name? I don't I'm just speculating right now, but they probably hired the Was guy No, 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 they probably hired the guy that came up with the name Xbox Series X. <laughs> Cuz uh, that name right, because he loved
0: yeah, because he lost the job, so he got yeah. a job at uh <laughs> yeah. by, at Rockstar to name it. Uh oh, yeah. yeah.
1: But so the thing is is that it came out on all platforms that are known to man. Uh, just not on mobile, but it's coming to mobile soon as well. And so mm, that's gonna be fun. The funny thing is, is the game has been made by the people that made the mobile ports for GTA. The the all the three. And they basically took those three games as a foundation, and then they kind of went through Unreal Engine with it. But apparently, they used a lot of AI upscaling. And if you use AI upscaling, you don't know what's going to happen because it's an AI that does it for you. So like, besides, I mean, like in some parts, the graphics look really nice, but people are complaining about the rain effects being too intense, causing the game to look too dark. And then you just, even with HDR
0: on, you can't see anything. Oh, the rain effect is broken. Yeah, like, well, the way the way they implemented rain makes no sense. Yeah, because it's basically like, like know, a dome the, around the character that's pouring rain, and it's locked to the camera. Yeah, so yeah. it's like it has like the world has no impact on yep. the rain effect. Yep. So if you're turning the camera, the rain effect is still the same. Yep, rains exactly the same. part. it has no effect underwater. Yep, which and- makes absolutely no sense. But that's because it's like, it's basically like, the it's a rain filter. Yep. That's what it is. Yep. Oh, and, and besides that, they've, um, so
1: <laughs> the, for example, one of the things is, is draw distance. So with the PS2 versions, they limited the draw distance, creating the effect illusion. of illusion that there is some stuff in the background. Yeah. But now because there's far more horsepower in these consoles, they, they increase the draw distance, but now it looks so bland and, and and empty and you know, that whole magical effect which was caused by technical limitation is now gone
0: and it's actually even worse, you know? Have you seen have you seen San Andreas like from a plane? No, well, yeah, I have, and it's, also literally f- yeah, it's literally yeah, an yeah, island. It's literally an island.
1: You can see the end of the island and it's like well, this is weird.
0: Yeah, because it's supposed to be a landlocked uh city uh yep. landlocked um bunch of cities. Yep.
1: And um there's of course loads of bugs in it. Well but, but oh. the other day they released a patch. They of course Rockstar apologized and they released a patch and they said they're committed to making it a great game, so they're gonna do more content updates. Um and I saw we the patch, been... patch notes, yeah. it's like
0: a lot of stuff they fixed.
1: So yes. I was like Oh,
0: they're... They're going to be patching this game for a long yeah time.
1: but like the funny thing is is that there's a huge list of of issues they fixed so i'm like the game's only up for a couple of days so either you had really good people scouring the internet to find out what was wrong and listening to the to the players and fixing it or you already had the patch ready because i i mentioned this like way before that rockstar there was this rumor that rockstar played this game where they they willingly release something broken and then they say, hey, we're going to fix it. And then they release a patch and it fixes it all. And then the fans are like, oh, but Rockstar listens to us. And purely to get that, they listen to us within the fans, they do it. And I, I mean, it sounds plausible at this point. I mean, the developers have yeah. done crazier shit, you know? So,
0: um I don't know if that's true in this case. Okay, I'm not. I'm not, not sure, not sure if that's true it in plausible. this particular case. It does sound plausible. Yeah. The thing that I want to, the thing that I want to bring up here is that this release wasn't just like really, really flipping bad. Yeah. The fact that the launcher was down for almost, I want to say, two days. Like well, for if PC, you, if yeah. You, for PC, like you, if you bought it on PC, you can play it on pc and i think they only finally now released the pc version well they I re-edited say? the pc versions last week but they've also yeah because they had to remove a bunch of stuff from yeah. the pc version yeah and including they... files that allowed you access to like the hot copy mod oh and and like soundtrack stuff that they don't have the license to anymore <coughs> that was still in there for some reason they... and a bunch of other <coughs> stuff they also added
1: the older versions, like the original versions of the game, but only through the G- Rockstar Launcher. So you can st- yeah. because they removed it from all storefronts. But oh, now, yeah, if I you know. want to play OG San Andreas, you can do it through the Rockstar Launcher you need to buy
0: it. Yeah, and the ones that bought the PC version get it for free. Oh, that's nice. Yeah,
1: yeah and well, like
0: it's well, they kind of have to since they basically made it unplayable for PC <laughs> for a really long time. Yeah, like remember- two days is a long time in PC time. I remember
1: in, uh, in the in the days that San Andreas came out on PC, I actually used to mod that game a lot. And I would get like these real brand cars in it. Or you would have these... I had this mod that would turn Grove Street into like a military base. And then the whole gang would be like a military faction. It would be so crazy. You could do like loads of stuff on the on the PC. That was really fun. Um,
0: said, yeah, unfortunately, they're banning that kind of stuff. They're sending yeah. season this deci- Which... Oh my goodness! That even that makes less sense because yeah. the only reason why they're doing it is because modders do a way better job at upscaling the yeah. game yep. than like developers that they've given like lit. I honestly legit feel like they gave them six months to port it. To I, port I, it. it really feels like that. It's like, why they use all that like machine, uh, yeah, machine yeah. upscaling. Yeah, because otherwise, why would you do that? I and mean, it, sure, like for certain textures and stuff. Yeah. Fine, perfectly fine, but yeah. you have to fix what the machine learning can't. Yeah, there's understand. this really
1: clear difference which I saw between in Vice City in the video show somebody showed. That was like there's this mission where Tommy is wearing a police outfit, and you're doing the mission together with Lance, and Tommy's outfit is a high resolution, f- suitable uh, texture and outfit lance's outfit is still like it looks like the old ps2 version so like really low poly really low (laughs) not even the playstation 2 version the mobile version Uh, oh oh even that yeah so like yeah i mean it looks horrible but to be honest i mean they're playing into everybody's nostalgia feeling and oh, absolutely. I-, I want to play these games, I just don't want to play them right now because of all the technical issues. I mean, like, I saw the performance analysis did by, done by Digital Foundry. Even in performance mode, the game doesn't hit 60 FPS consistently, even though you have this huge amount of horsepower. And the PS5 version has issues that if you put it in performance mode, it forgets to turn off all of the quality mode features, so you get yeah. quality mode with performance mode, and then that makes yeah, the it the bit completely. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's like, Do you know
0: which version surprisingly does run, run mostly smooth at 60? Uh, the Series S version, I believe. No. That no? one is also kind of borky. No the playstation 4 pro version running oh in, yeah that's in, right. <laughs> backwards compatibility right. oh, oh.
1: cuz digital foundry said download the ps4 pro <laughs> version and play it in uh, in
0: back oh that's right yeah that's just cuz it'll stupid. run in it at playstation 4 pro mode yeah. the only thing you're not getting i think is the resolution Yes, the high resolution and stuff like that yeah because i think the playstation version does not have um uh, performance mode or fidelity mode so it's essentially running like a version of f- performance mode yeah. on PlayStation 4 Pro, but it runs it at mostly 60 frames per second. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And, yeah, it, and probably it takes away much. a lot of the frame pricing issue, which is where basically the bottom... Went. Because it's like a multiple versions wide issue. It's, it's yeah. basically in the code, the frame pricing issue, because yeah. it's on Switch, it's on PlayStation 4, 5, and all the Xboxes. Yep. So I I hope that they fix the frame pacing with the update. I don't know. I haven't checked the... Uh... I didn't
1: see anything about that, but that's, they're going to do multiple updates, so they'll probably do that in, in a later update. I mean, yeah. the Switch version looks... I'm surprised that the Switch version looks The Switch bad. version
0: should not look that bad at yeah, all. Yeah,
1: because it's a mobile processor. And I mean, on mo- I have 3 and Vice City on my tablet, and it looks really good. So I'm surprised that it looks that bad on the Switch because I'm like... Yo, but that's a mobile processor. It should be able to do it.
0: I mean, at best, they could have just ported like literally the mobile version. Yeah. But the but the fact that they ported the mobile version, which I don't know what engine they used then, but they ported it over to Unreal, so everything needed to be redone essentially in yeah. Unreal. Yeah, the original version. I think version, that's where it kind of kills it.
1: The, the original or, version runs on Renderware, so I don't know if Renderware if they used that on mobile as well. So I don't think Renderware was
0: ever ported to mobile. I don't don't know. I don't know either. Yeah, but yeah, uh, uh...
1: let's hope they. uh, There's now there's this crazy rumor going around that there are Easter eggs in the definitive edition hinting towards GTA Uh, Six. Yeah, I'm like people, just stop it. I mean, people are so desperate for news around GTA Six. That stuff is not (laughs) happening anytime soon. I mean, 2025, at least, you know. Yeah. Ah, for people. If you want a
0: good open world game, probably buy the new Saints Row that's coming out next year. Ooh, which got delayed. We didn't even put that in the news. Did it get delayed? It got delayed till like I think summer. Oh, I didn't didn't know that. Pull it up real quick. Yeah. Gosh darn it! It got delayed.
1: Yeah. Hang on. Uh, Oh, I didn't. I didn't expect that one to happen because it was coming out early
0: next year. It was coming out in February. Yeah. In the very packed February. Maybe that's the reason why they delayed it. Nah, they said that there were, um, uh, yeah, it's, oh, even further, it's like August. Oh, damn. August 2022. Yeah, so it had a release date for February, gosh darn it, Polygon, at least give me the background. February 25th. Okay. So it got delayed till August. It doesn't have like a fixed date in August just yet. Okay. Just Like, they said that they needed more time to polish and COVID, and they're taking in the feedback from, you know, like, fans from when they showed it off at E3. And they also acknowledged the fact that they got a lot of, like, um, feedback on that people were not happy with, like, the art style and the direction they were going with it. So they're taking that into account, or they took that into account, but um, at the same time, because of, you know, like... Tough uh tough working environments and stuff like that. You know, working from home is not easy. Um they kind of they, they admitted that they underestimated like the strain that puts on, on, on the team and they don't want to they don't want to overwork the team. Mm. So I'm assuming that they mean they don't want to crunch the team. So they're just giving the team more time to like, you know, get the game done properly.
1: The funny thing is I would expect them to be more productive at home because, you know, at home you can just zone out and just go at it. Because I know that some developers said that people working from home were even more productive.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's being more productive, but then there's also trying to make sure that none of your family members accidentally leak stuff. Yeah. So I think that's probably part of the reason. And the other part of the reason is probably also has to do with confidentiality with dev units. Um yep. you don't want to accidentally do something with a dev unit where it, someone gets to it or something or whatever rather. Um because I know for a fact that at least back in the day, like uh Nintendo like GameCube and Wii dev units like were especially GameCube was like really was really they were Nintendo was really strict with the dev units mm. and how they were accessed, especially when it came to like uh, uh, Like, game journalists, like, if they had to preview a game, especially if it's a magazine, they have to preview it, like, months in advance. So I have to send a deaf unit with the game in it. Um, And at least with the GameCube and with the Wii, they had had it in, like, this lock box or, like, in this, like, thing where they put it on the (laughs) desk so that it's locked and they can't access the game within it. Damn. And that's how they uh, previewed and uh previewed games at least, and I think like review copies they just get like the final review copy, but yeah for like previews they had to like and there was like oh, there understand
1: yeah the, but the I would not name, be yeah.
0: surprised exactly, so I would not be surprised if the same thing uh, happened with like developers themselves, yeah, probably yeah, so uh, yeah, I mean it, at least they're getting some time and that's fine, and they moved out of a very. But I um I watched a Inside Gaming like weekly. That's where I found out about it. Mm-hmm. And they showed the the release list of February. Oh my god, I think I saw like f- at least 12 to 15 games. Oh damn. <laughs> February is
1: packed, yo. Yeah, I know. I'm looking forward to Horizon Forbidden West.
0: Elden Ring is out for fe- February. Oh dear. Forbidden West is February. I don't even want to know what else is in February because it's. I wouldn't uh, be surprised if Breath of the Wild funny. comes out in February. Nah, you know, no, do If they announce at the Game Awards that it's coming out in February, everybody's boned. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think that. Like, you know what? Nintendo doesn't care. They probably would do that.
1: Yeah. I mean, this time around, I don't think that the Horizon game will suffer from it that much because Horizon's built a name, and it's probably one of the most anticipated games besides God of War. So, like, in this case, PlayStation fans wouldn't care. They would just buy it regardless. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you don't want to release an Xbox game in
0: February. That's got to be, like, you. Don't, you wouldn't want to release Halo in February. No, it's, so it's a good thing that's coming out in December. Yeah. When everybody gets some time off to uh, play video games. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a lot of people like took time off to play at least the single player. But the multiplayer caught people off guard. Go- well, kind of yeah. caught people off guard. So I'm pretty sure not a lot of people were able to like specifically take time off to play it. Because um, I think on the day of, uh, or the day before, I don't know. I don't really remember when. but. It was rumored that the multiplayer would release on the twentieth anniversary yeah. of Xbox, and lo and behold, uh, during the twentieth anniversary celebration uh, video that premiered on uh, you know YouTube and whatever, they announced that the multiplayer was going live at that point right away. So it's still technically the beta, and the full, and it fully releases on the same day as the single player game, which is I think December 6th.
1: I think eighth, something like that. Or eighth.
0: Yeah. December eighth. That's when it like goes out of beta, but like season one of the Halo Infinite multiplayer start started on that day.
1: Yep. Uh um, I haven't played it yet, there, but I've heard great stories about there it. There
0: have been some balancing issues apparently in terms of like leveling the the the, the, the what do you call that again with pre- the battle like, pass? The battle pass. And yeah, I think started they started tweaking it. Yeah. Yeah. It was too grindy. I, yeah, it was way too grindy. Apparently, like, oops. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're used to to making multiplayer that is just included with the game. Yeah, with no like battle pass and microtransaction, yada yada yada, yep. attached to it. So I I get it, right? So it's balanced for something that you pay for, not for something that is free to play. Yeah. Yeah, so they just rebalance it, and uh, that should be good now. I don't know. I've heard like a lot of people being like, oh, my gosh, this is so good. Why on earth would you play um, Vanguard Multiplayer or Battlefield 1942? 2042. Not 2042. Yeah. It, I made the same mistake.
1: <laughs> it's okay. It's only a century
0: apart. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh... Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. They just put it out there and uh people are really loving it. I mean except for the battle pass, but they are fixing it or they started fixing it. And I'm pretty sure they're gonna continue tweaking it. Um you know for the coming weeks yeah. until uh December eighth. yeah, and this stuff on. is always fluid, you know. Yeah. yeah. Way to go, uh three for three studios though. Mm. Nothing but respect. Yeah. It's good I mean I'm not a it. big Halo player. The only the only thing I'm kind of bummed is that it's not available on, uh, um, on Xbox uh, Cloud Gaming. Oh. Because then I, I would have been able to try it out.
1: Yeah, I, I know that they announced that the co-op is, of course, not available at launch. But I read the other day that the co-op campaign might not come out until May
0: next year, which is a very long time. Wow. Yeah. Because from what I've... Because pe- previews for the single player have gone out. Yep. And from what I've heard from those is that the way the world is structured kind of requires the co-op. Yeah, like You can uh, do it single player, but you can tell that you'd probably have a way better time if you're playing it in co-op. Yeah, I, I
1: heard that the it's a semi-open world or it's like the levels have open world Um, elements but i think in one headline was like all the level all the levels stitched together feel like an open world but it's not something like that Uh, it's just a big sandbox you can play in which is nice but i mean the original promise was that it was an open world game and maybe because of time and covid and all that sort of stuff they had to scale it down um i won't be playing it until the co-op comes out because i always enjoy those games in co-op So I'll just have to wait till May to play it.
0: I wonder if they're going to do four-player co-op. I'm assuming they would, because I think since Halo 3, you could do four-player co-op.
1: I can't remember. I always used to play with one buddy.
0: Okay, because I do remember playing like Legendary mode with four people, like me and my best bud and like two randos, which I don't even know how we did that with like randos in there, but sure. Um, I think it was like kind of like online jump, jump in co-op something, so you could look for, a like someone's playing co-op, you know, you can just jump in and join. But I never finished Halo 3 in co-op because I wanted to beat it with my friend in legendary mode, but legendary mode, you can only beat, Um, am I saying that right? Legendary is, I think, the highest difficulty with Halo. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can like, you can legit only beat it with four players. Um, oh, wow. You can do it with two, but then you're going to have a bad time in dialogue. I have a friend that does that alone, but he's like a crazy Halo, Halo player. Yeah, um, that sounds absolutely insane. Yeah, he's also, a,
1: the, he's also a person that plays all the Mass Effect games, all the Dragon Age games, and I think all the Witcher games often. So he's like, finish those games. like Whenever he's bored and there's nothing to play, he just fires up one of those games. And then he sends me a message and he's like, I'm playing Mass Effect again.
0: <laughs> uh, oh, bless his heart. <laughs> yeah, at least he's playing the good games, you know. Yeah. Also, they're mostly all RPGs, so I don't know how that translates to Halo legendary, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. You know, when you're yeah. bored. Yeah, well, when you're bored, uh, you start making lists, and then when you make lists, you start nominating stuff. And uh yeah. and it's funny yeah.
1: that we in the last episode we talked, talked about. This. We talked. Yeah, we talked about. Like, I don't know if it was oh, oh, during the recording or offline. That, that no, it, we,
0: I think it was during the recording.
1: Yeah, that, that I was like, I don't know what my game of the year is, and I think you had something similar. And then well, I still th- don't know what my game. M- of the me is. Me neither. And the funny thing is, I've been looking around on the internet and talking to friends and people, and like everybody's like,
0: I don't know what my game of the year is. Here's the thing, though. It's not like not for a lack of games either. Mm-hmm. No, but it's, it's not like, for a lack of games. It's just there's no there have been a lot of there have been a lot of consistently like like decent to like really good games yeah but i don't think there's been one game that everybody rallied behind yeah 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 and i mean there have been multiple games that people like this might be a contender yeah but not like oh this should be game like
1: for example last year i think it was hades last year
0: Oh yeah, yeah, and, and that, I mean that was that was Hades. clear cut. It was like, yeah, definitely
1: Hades, yes, no doubt, this is it, you know. And um, I kind of missed that this year. I mean, like maybe it's because I haven't played all those games. I mean, I, like I haven't played Resident Clank. I haven't played Kena. I haven't played Death Death besides like two hours. So like, yeah. those could be. I know that some of them are, are nominated in certain categories, but. You know, this year has been just a weird year for me because I've just like mostly been playing old games. Um, <laughs> maybe it's because I have a digital edition PS5 and I just don't want to spend 80 bucks on a game that I'm like, you know, I'll just be the economical consumer this time around <laughs> instead of being the greedy consumer that I'm always and I'm just buying everything and then, and then never finishing it. But like, I've, I've basically been playing all, all sorts of old games and I really don't mind. It just feels satisfying to finish those games
0: there's nothing wrong with that yeah i mean you don't have to buy every new game i think yeah so you don't have to buy every new game and i think that's one of the reasons why game pass really speaks to me as a service yeah and i'm like i said when halo comes out i'm probably gonna get the game pass ultimate so i can play it on on the on the on the cloud because that is available on cloud Just not the multiplayer. The the multi the multiplayer is not available, but the single Ah, player is. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, the campaign is. Nice. Which is great, because then I only have to pay a euro for it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, it's a strange year. I don't know why, but uh, but like if you look at the nominee list for game of the year, it's Deathloop. It's yeah, yeah, it takes two. It's Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, it's Ratchet and Clank. It's Resident Evil Village, which I do not understand. I mean, like, really? Uh, You know? And then there's another game I'm forgetting. Metroid Dread and Psychonauts Psychonauts 2. Yeah, Metroid Dread and Psychonauts I think Psychonauts 2 has a good chance to make it because it's like a unique game.
0: So that's my thing, right? Because the same with, with the exception of Metroid Dread... I haven't played any of the other games. I really still want to play It Takes Two because I've seen streams of that, and yeah. it looks like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, me too. Honestly,
0: yeah. I th- I almost feel like we should do that someday. Yeah, sure. Um, we should definitely stream that because I think we'd have like a, it would be an absolute blast to play that. on stream. Yeah. Whenever I see people playing on our stream, it is a fun time <laughs> you have people just like arguing. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had Actually that with uh, a married couple. I
1: had that with a way out. I played that with a with a colleague of ours, and uh, in there, there's something that happens in the end. I won't spoil it, but like, I won't spoil it because I'm still planning to play that. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I'm not spoiling it. So like, something happened, and um,
0: uh, you okay, dude? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Um. So like there's something happens at the end, and then when that happened, I like I was like shocked that it happened, and I just kept saying that to the co to the colleague like multiple times like I can I can't imagine you did that. I mean like after everything we went through, I cannot imagine you did that. And like sometimes I still bring it up it's like <laughs> y- you hurt you hurt me in the deep You you hurt me like no one else could. <laughs> I cannot. I still cannot <laughs> get over what you did. And he's like, oh, what do you want me to do? It's just, I had to do it. I had no choice. I said, like, you always have a choice. He said, no, I didn't have a choice. I had to do it.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, like uh, our uh, mutual friend uh, Robin, uh, yeah. RB Gaming, really wants to play the game with me. So I just need to um, figure out some time so that we can actually play it because he wants to do it on stream. Oh, oh nice. Um, but yeah, like if I look at this, like game of the year, if we go back to the game of the year list, it is these are solid games, yeah. I don't think anybody would doubt that these don't deserve the nominations. Although, apparently, there are a bunch of people that are poo pooing that Metroid Dread got nominated, which feels more like people that didn't play Metroid Dread are like poo pooing it. (laughs) Because <laughs> we've played Metroid Dread, it is a solid game. Yeah, there are some like level design choices that I don't really agree with, mm-hmm. but as a whole package,
1: yeah,
0: it's a very solid game. Okay, like, the, from start to finish, it has like really cool boss fights, challenging ones, but you can always overcome them. Like it's all about um learning the tools that you get along the way and mastering them and that is just that's something that you don't see that often anymore um especially when it comes to like 2d games and this is this is a two and a half d game but it's still like it's it's metroid it's like it's from the same ilk as metroid fusion super metroid og metroid and metroid 2. it's that game philosophy but brought to the modern era. Okay. So, like, it is very solid. I don't know. I will have to check it out later as to why people are, like, poo-pooing over the fact that it's Game of the Year. Um, but I, honestly, I don't see anything wrong with it being nominated for Game of the Year. Yeah. Personally. I don't, I don't, I'm not surprised I'm just, it got out, out of Out of playing it myself. Yeah. If I didn't play it, I'd be like, oh, maybe they have a point. But I played it.
1: I'm I'm not surprised it's nominated. So I'm just surprised Resident Evil is nominated.
0: Yeah. Okay. Seriously. Like, why do you? Why is it weird for you that it got nominated? So like, it's a game that came out at the beginning of
1: the year, and oh. yeah, it's a good game, but it's not de- game of the year material. I mean, everybody was like, "Oh, Lady Dimitrescu or whatever it's called, oh, step on me, mommy," and like that's fun and all, <laughs> <laughs> but i mean like personally for me and maybe that's like i'm old school maybe but like i expect if a game gets nominated for game of the year that game has some sort of impact it makes or it rallies people or it creates promoters out of people like people are like yo man did you play that game and like no i didn't oh you need to play that game right now and then you're like okay man i'll play it and then the, the person plays it and then texts you back and said like, oh shit man i should have played this before you know it's kind of like that effect i mean like I, I can imagine with Deathloop, because Deathloop came out of nowhere, you know, it surprised everybody, and I can't imagine that with something like Ratchet & Clank, because it's just a beautiful game that uses the dual sense, and it shows off the power of the PS5, like, everybody's like, this is a Pixar animation movie, you need to play this, or with It Takes Two, it has that unique co-op experience, so like, because the those types of games are basically not made. I mean, like I heard a, a colleague, and he said, like I'm playing this game with my wife, and we're just having a blast playing this. You know, and I'm like that. You see, that's cool. But Resident yeah. Evil, Vampires, Mommy, Step on Me, no, that doesn't rally people. That's
0: like <laughs> that only rallies pervs. <laughs> oh come on, no. All but- right, to be, but here's the thing with Resident Evil uh, Village, and that is. Like it's still being played, like it's very popular on streams. Like if you want to like garner like a huge following, yeah, I'm pretty sure that if you if you stream Resident Evil Village, your like, viewership would increase. I wouldn't say that, especially you because you're a scaredy cat. Um, <clears throat> you'd probably be like, "Oh no
1: I had but, a few uh, moments with days gone.
0: <laughs> I know. <Yeah. laughs> I was oh, yeah. Uh, the horde gonna get you. You oh, that was
1: it. horrible. That was horrible. I'm so happy <laughs> that's behind me. Yeah. yeah,
0: but I, I mean, I can see why it got nominated. Yeah, I the mean, fact that the fact that it was still being talked about to this point is the reason why it got nominated. Probably. Plus, the whole Lady Demetrescu thing is literally just like the first—I think—the first couple of chapters. I have no and idea. Then it, once once that's gone, it's like the other. Uh, bosses uh, in the game, so like yeah. Lady German I Tresky doesn't really make up take up like a huge. Oh, I
1: thought game. she's like there till the end.
0: Nope, nope. You take her out. Um, Spoiler: not super early, but early enough. Oh, okay, that's Good a shame. Enough. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. if you think it's a shame the way you talk about it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, but like I've I've heard everybody like, oh, and I'm like, oh, okay, she must be been there the whole game, you know. Yeah no okay that's too bad
0: yeah i mean there are i don't know do you want to talk about the other uh, nominations uh nah.
1: there's one there... in the indie category death is death is door i think that one's gonna win that category because that's like uh i've heard a lot of people uh really talk about that game and it's it's kind of like flown below the radar but I've, I've, heard, I've seen streamers being, like, really uh, uh, enthusiastic about it. And, like, let's be honest, if you're a big-time streamer, normally you get paid to talk about games because you get a code and then you just fake it till you make it, unless the game is really good and then you play it, you know? But, like, otherwise it's, like, just paying the bills. Oh, I need to talk about this game, so let me talk about this game. But I've seen, like, other streamers genuinely
0: keep on playing that game and say, whoa, this game is really good. So... Yeah. It was also a highly anticipated game for consoles. I think it's out now on PlayStation 4 or 5? I don't know. I know it was a PC release initially. Yeah, it was an initial PC release, and then it recently got released on consoles. Yeah. Yeah, like, people are really... I didn't even hear about Death's Door until, like, the last State of Play. It was shown off in the last State of Play. Which was a horrible State of Play, but we shall not speak of (laughs) that. Uh. I almost forgot actually. I did not put it there because I kinda don't care about Riot games. But Riot actually released uh, a whole bunch of games or announced a whole bunch of games and um Shadow dropped a bunch of uh, games from yeah, their Riot Forge uh publishing arm. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. So uh what is it? Hextech Mayhem and the the gosh, I don't know what's the other game called. The uh, something something game got released on like multiple platforms but they initially announced it in a nintendo slash riot forge uh announcement and then mm. they showed the trailers so, for like that it's multi-platform nice yeah so it's four games um two others that are still in development um i don't have that right now so oh, that's so bad that is so- um, let us see, can real quickly, on Polygon, because Polygon's got stuff. But yeah, I mean, it they that kind of surprised me it was that I think they announced it like last week, and it completely flew under my radar, because again, I'm not a Riot fan, although I did I did watch um, what's it called again, Arcane. On Netflix. I heard it's the, great. It is surprisingly good. The Ruined King. It's an RPG. That's the one I was talking about. Uh, and uh, Hextech Mayhem is a rhythm game. Okay, that's interesting. yeah And then there's a platform. Uh, what's it called? What's an action platform? A 2D action platformer called Convergence. And a, another game uh song of Nunu, which is a three D three uh, D single player adventure game. So it's okay. like very mellow, very cutesy. Um, nice. not what you was, not what I think people would expect from uh, League of Legends. But again, I have like zero input on like lore and stuff. And apparently, League of Legends has a lot of lore, and they really want to expand on that. Hence, Riot Forge. So if Riot Forge, Riot is not the ones making the games, they're just publishing games and asking developers to make um n- like like nar- not necessarily narrative driven games, but uh, games that add to the lore of uh, League of Legends.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. So nice.
0: tech, I think technically most of these games, especially the ones that are story driven, are canon to the League of Legends lore. How that no, works, I have no idea. Don't no, don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Same here. I mean, yeah. Convergence looks like a really cool game. Um because it has has like this time rewind kind of feature in it. Um, so that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Hextech Mayhem looks interesting enough as a rhythm game, although they're calling it like a music game. Sure. Um yeah, it looks interesting enough. And they finally showed off more of their um, 2D fighting game oh, nice. that they announced, like I think two years ago at EFO. Like they announced that they were working on a League of Legends fighting game, but it was really super early. And it's still relatively early. That game is not coming out until at least 2023. Okay. But from what they showed off, it looks interesting enough. Um, it's a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's an assist based 2D fighter. So think Marvel versus Capcom-ish kind of fighting system or um, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. If you've played or if you've seen or if you've played that. If you've seen or play that, that's kind of what that is. Also it they have people from that games on that on their team as well. So. It looks interesting and they really are putting their best foot forward with those games. So well, let's see how that turns out. Again, I'm not a big Riot fan, but it looks interesting enough. Nodding and smiling. Nodding and smiling. <laughs> and I think that's it Um for at least news, unless you have anything else that uh came to you. You don't want to talk about Activision? Oh, my gosh. We actually thought, forgot about that one. Ooh, that kind of had that lock stocked and loaded, and then we got into a whole bunch of stuff. And I kind of forgot that we were still going to talk about the most vile man in the game industry at the moment. Yeah. fripping Bobby Kotick. Man, I honestly, legit, I did not believe that I could like dislike a person more than I already did Bobby Kotick. (laughs) But the stuff that we learned this past couple of days, I don't even uh, know where to begin. It's intense. I mean, we talked about, we've talked about like how, um, like this is becoming corporate... like our
1: uh, new stadia that we talked <laughs> oh, about. Oh no, it's not going
0: to, it's not going to be our new stadia because like, we're going to bring this home. Like right now, like I already talked, I already told you at the beginning before we started recording, <laughs> I am going to will the crap out of the fact that he gets fired because <laughs> this dude is so corrupt and evil. Yeah. On levels that I did not even expect was possible yeah, for it's someone uh... who runs a company like that. Because I remember back in the day when he still did like interviews and he talked about game developers like they're just tools. And like, oh, yeah, we're just going to run them rapid and we're going to do crunch. And I don't care. <laughs> Money. And then then he, then he basically plan. was told to never speak again in public. Yep. So he like basically disappeared from like the game the game journalism altogether. Like you I don't think like outside of interviews like with CNBC or any kind of like business Bloomberg knows, maybe Bloomberg whatever. Yeah. Maybe he'll he'll give an interview of like how well Call of Duty is doing or whatever. Like he gives a crap <laughs> for the money. Yeah. This dude is evil, man. Like we talked about this before when the allegations first came out that when it comes to like leadership and stuff like this like being rampant in the company, that if you're not looking at it from the top down, you're not looking at where the corruption is coming from. And in this game, game, in this case, the corruption was legit from the top down, yeah, because he got involved with like cover ups also being uh also being uh, uh uh accused of uh of other stuff and settling it out of court like people uh, uh people that like are harassers like covering for them it's insane like apparently one time um i don't good grief hang on a i want to get this right because it is so ridiculous I'm well gonna- you look that up. Yeah, but
1: in here. Um, Sony's uh, uh, PlayStation CEO, Jim Ryan, and uh, Xbox head, uh, Phil Spencer, all, both came out last week. And they I know in, in Jim Ryan's case, he sent an email to uh, everyone at PlayStation saying, we condemn these kind of uh, actions. We're actually shocked and surprised that there hasn't been done more to to remediate this situation we are shocked that the board is backing um uh bobby Karek. we do not condone this type of behavior um and we are seriously reconsidering if we need to continue this partnership or not because sony has of course a partnership which they get like all dlc for call of duty two weeks earlier than on xbox Um, And he also said, like, hey, if there's anything going on like that within our company, I expect you to come up to me and tell me about it so we can deal with it in the proper way instead of um, putting it away. And Phil Spencer said something similar, you know, and that's a big thing. I mean, the fact that two of your biggest uh, customers basically come out and say, hey, what you're doing is not okay. We do not accept this behavior and we want you to stop and preferably we just want you to go. That I mean that that means something, you know? And I'm I'm the just inter- shocked the, the Yeah. Yeah, no, sorry, go ahead. I'm just shocked that the board is still backing Bobby Kotick in this situation.
0: Yeah. And the thing is, like these two emails that you're talking about, these were not public emails, these were internal yeah. um communications that got leaked out. Yeah. So it's not like they openly said that, you know, we're condemning this, but clearly they are. But they wanted to address it within their companies first. Yeah. With their employees first. Because I think that is important. That you need to um like in these kind of situations, especially when they're like a partner that you're working with, I'm sure that, you know, your employees would be like, Well, we're working with them. Um, is everything okay? Like, what's our stance? So I think that's why those communiques came out that that would that is what they said and i give them kudos cuz like this stuff is like so i the board thing makes even less sense up of... okay so there is a group of board members that are also now requesting uh bobby cardic to be ousted but there's only one So there are but it's way too small yeah it's only one way too small which makes I know I know that, like, you want your money, but Bobby Kotick is not why you get your money. Nope. If Bobby Kotick is really why you get your money, then... I mean, like, even if he goes away, his successor will still bring
1: in loads of money because they have yeah. very popular franchises. So it's not like if he goes, the money goes. It's exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, like... You might actually make more money because the, t- the company gets a better reputation out of it. and You might actually start making original IP instead of milking out your existing IP.
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, where was I? Yeah. So I was looking it up, and um, so this was. I'm just gonna read it verbatim so that we so then like it's a hundred percent clear what it is. So the Wall Street Journal published another scathing report of mixed conduct by Activision leader uh, Activision Blizzard leader leadership. Speaking with numerous current and former employees, the uh, Wall Street Journal accuses CEO Bobby Kodak of her covering up harassment for years. In the case of a sledgehammer developer, reported that she was. Mm, the R word. Twice. What? In like two separate years. Um, by her supervisor, no less. Kodak. Chose to not take any action against the accused, while also keeping the information from the board of directors. So the board of directors was not informed by this. Oh damn! Which, again, the SEC is investigating this kind of stuff. Oh shit! Um, Activision reached a settlement with the employee after she contacted the police and tried to sue. So oh. this was like an out-of-court um, settlement. Uh, in another case, HR investigated a rec uh, and recommended that Dan Bunting to be fired. As co head of Treyarch for sexually harassing an employee. Did it happen? Uh, according to Wall Street Journal sources, Kodak personally intervened to make sure he kept his job. Okay. Yeah, again, when they say that corruption is from the top, this is what they mean. Yeah, it's uh... and there's like there's like more stuff, but it's like on Wall Street Journal, so it's like under a paywall, so yeah, it's kind of hard to get to. So if you do have Wall Street Journal, that is like super duper detailed in there, and I'm pretty sure it's like at least worth the read. I'm sure to just like get into like. So you didn't even hear about that one, did you? No, that accusation. No. Yeah, there was also an accusation that he threatened an assistant. Like in a voicemail that he was going oh, to that have her, I did her. Yeah, killed.
1: That, yeah, that one. And I then
0: did. apparently, like a spokesperson said that, "Oh, yeah, he apologized and it was said a lot of contradictory." But like that, like. you don't do just. I mean, like the fact that you do that is already weird. It's like not normal to do that. Yeah, like apologized. Like that still doesn't make it right. That's like, like fear of
1: death that happens, and then like, "Oh, exactly. I'm sorry, I did that," and
0: then I was like, "Oh yeah, water on the bridge, no problem. You just threatened me, man. It's okay." Like it doesn't go away like that, yeah. So when these allegations came came out, you can imagine they staged another walkout. They did one before earlier this year. Yep, they did so again um, as soon as the allegations came out, um, both virtually and at the the H- Blizzard HQ. Yep. Um. So honestly, and they're just like, dude, yeah, this this had dude gotta go, like he gotta yeah. go. It just oh my goodness gracious me! I don't know this guy is. The, I didn't even, again, like I said before, I did not know that you could that there could be someone this evil in the game industry. But Bobby Kotick is truly the final boss of the game industry, because <laughs>
1: uh,
0: like uh, I, a a raid in World of Warcraft. Dude, bring on the raid, man! Bring on the raid to take down Bobby Bobby Kotick. I am like. Uh. I am calling to arms right now. If you're, li- I don't. We have a small listenership, but I hope that more people do find their way to the articles about Bobby Kotick, and just demand this dude get 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 just ousted from the company. And also, anybody else that is still remaining there that is responsible for any kind of harassment and letting this corrupt environment persist at Activision Blizzard. Out all of them like flush leadership, start fresh. Because yep. remember how uh Alan J. Alan Bracht got fired yeah. after the first allegations came out, and there were two replacements. One of them was uh Jennifer O'Neill. Yeah, she left. I think I we talked about it we'll talk to the last time. time, yeah, but we didn't talk about why because it wasn't made it wasn't public, clear. yeah, it wasn't clear. Now we know is because when she and ah, good grief, where's his name? not when she and the other guy took over. I forgot his name. I think it was like a former Microsoft dude. Um, when they took over, they figured, okay, you know what? We are going to make sure that um, the, the the issues are addressed in terms of like harassment and stuff like that. Did not get addressed. It's funny you mention that
1: because I heard the other day or I read in an article that the situation within Ubisoft hasn't
0: improved as well since their stuff happened. That is here. so... That also, like, they don't talk about it and it hasn't come up. and yeah. It's come up a few times, but that also makes no sense. Yep. I don't know how Ubisoft has been able to sweep it up under the rug. I'm assuming the Activision Blizzard stuff has, like, kind of usurped it in the in the news in the news yeah. stream but that is also weird like yeah. nobody has checked up on ubisoft and see see like how it how it goes and you know ubisoft has the ubisoft connect and they try to be like oh yeah we uh we are way more uh, better about this and uh, we take it seriously and then you get yeah. yves Kimmel talking about it in his french accent and uh, okay, we we have addressed is... all these issues and it is a better okay that is, place that is, that is, that is... To work at ubisoft Okay, that that may have sounded slightly racist, and I apologize for that. I do not mean but, it in
1: that way. He just has a really not, cool accent. I'm jealous of that accent.
0: But still doesn't take away the fact that, again, corruption is from the top down. And Yves Gamon has still not fixed this issue. At yeah. Least from the top down. But I don't know if he's like... I mean, at this point, you can't say that he's not aware of it because it all came out. Yeah, but like, I mean,
1: in Ubisoft's case, it could be like you know he has mandated everyone within the company, or like he has told his leaders below him, like, "I want this fixed. I want this issue addressed with. I want this place to be good for everyone." And they're like, "Yeah, we'll do it." But if they don't do it, and every time he asks them, like, "Hey, what's the deal?" and they're like, "Yeah, it's fine, we fixed it," then I mean, like, you know, if he's not that involved within the company, I don't blame the guy. But in this case, Bobby Kotick's like, no, we're oh, not going to find yeah. that dude.
0: I mean, he's like personally involved in it. Yeah. Like multiple times too. Jeez. Yeah. Man, I knew that, again, I knew that that dude was evil, but man. I never liked him in the PS2 era because that
1: was, that was the era where he talked the most, like between the transition from mm, 2 to yeah. 3. He was like very vocal. and am like, this dude. And then eventually he just vanished
0: it was like oh they've probably just fired him or he quit or he's like you know nope. it was like uh, lurking in the shadows doing it, nasty stuff yeah
1: he's like a dr evil on his own island with his cat every day like you know and then ha ha ha, ha i have made billions ha, ha, you know but no
0: man even dr evil was better than that sheesh yeah and he was i literally named dr dr evil yeah
1: oh man let's That's just weird. hope that we finally get some justice soon and that this guy gets yeah kicked out I mean, like, he's still a rich dude, so maybe that the board can do something about his assets and say, like, hey, all those stock options,
0: we're also taking that away. Because normally when you get fired, you lose those. No, you don't. Well, if you get fired, sure. But yeah. if, they, if they allow him to leave. But they'll probably says, give
1: him a good severance package because they always do with these.
0: Oh, yeah. His, he's getting that golden parachute regardless. Yeah. Yeah. And that, he kind of should be stripped of that golden parachute. Nope. But not even kinda. He absolutely should be stripped of
1: his golden parachute. Somebody should just cut the cords of the parachute, and then see him jump. See what happens.
0: Not literally. Not literally. Just no. monetarily. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd still be fine because he still has a lot. I was about to
1: say that because think like, he's been CEO for
0: like a long time. He has probably million. It's been, I think it's been maybe over twenty years now. Probably because he's been like the accusation of like the 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 the, the that he's going to get the assistant killed is from like 16 years ago.
1: Yeah, I know. It's like he's been there for a long time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully uh hopefully when it happens Activision Blizzard will be better for it cuz right now the tainted man, that brand is yeah. That brand is more tainted than than Rockstar is right now and Rockstar is pretty tainted right now. Rockstar had these type of issues as well last year or two years yeah. ago. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like a trend
1: that, like, it's okay as a dude to harass a woman in a co- because you're, like, a game developer. I'm like, this is not a frat community. We are just normal yeah. people. We need to treat everybody with respect. No, does Absolutely. mean no. You know, it's like with the riot stuff that we talked about, I think, last year or the year
0: before? Three years
1: ago. Three it's years ago. It's been three years
0: now. Oh, wow okay it's uh, we're going on our fourth year next year man oh my god oh, <laughs> has it been that long? but like yeah there
1: as well like that they had this retreat and then they had this uh, somebody came up with the phrase no means yes and then they kind of used that within the company and then female workers like said like why are we using this because this is really offensive and this does not make us feel comfortable it's like oh but it's a joke you know you can get behind yeah. it i'm like no that stuff
0: is not funny Nah, they, that doesn't fly, man. Seriously, no. if you're doing stuff like that, man, either stop it or GDFO, because yeah. uh, that is absolutely unacceptable. Yep, exactly. Um, did we ever figure out if Riot got its act together? I don't know because it was never talked about. But I think, as... fo- I think there was a follow. think there was a follow up back in 2019. Yeah. That, it kind of was and kind of isn't they like they fixed at least the arbitration part of their of people's contracts because yeah. people couldn't go into arbitrate ar- arbitration that was part of the reason why i think they fixed that so that people could get in go into arbitration So i think now that people are liable or more specifically the company can be liable i think it stopped at riot or they're way more sneakier now i know that uh,
1: the situation at rockstar has improved so uh
0: yeah that's good that's good and i hope it continues to like i hope it's like completely gone now or at least continues to improve either way man like this kind of stuff is just unacceptable definitely yeah and on that note we will be right back with what we've been playing stick around We're back, ladies and gentlemen, with the second segment, which is, of course, as always, what we've we been playing. Sean Templar, what have you been playing? What are you gonna say, Sean Templar or something?
1: Cause I don't it's... know. I
0: think I made a little fluff, but uh, <laughs> I, I think I kind of fixed it and then you brought it up. <laughs> I
1: have been playing a few games lately. Um, so I finished Death Stranding and. Uh, okay. Again,
0: yeah. The definite, um, the, the director's cut. The director's cut.
1: Yes, it was. No, so, um, so, so. I mean, I enjoyed the game in 2019. I still I enjoyed it this time. I have to say, this time around, I did get to the point where I'm like, oh, can this be over, please? Because there are just some parts of the game, like in the middle part where you have to go over those snowy mountains. I, I just, those are just so annoying. Because yeah, the snowy
0: part is like really uh, annoying.
1: Yeah, that's really annoying, you know? I really did not like that part. <laughs> What I loved about the game is those battlefield moments you have with Cliff which when you're in World War One, in World War Two, and in the Vietnam War. I really feel like they should make a game out of that, you know, like do a prequel with Cliff or something. And then since the game's already be wacky and paranormal, just go all in on that, you know, and just do like a, a, a journey of, uh, of Cliff or something or with uh, Higgs or something, you know, because I really feel that there's so much more in this universe they can do um and yeah rumor has it that there's a sequel on the way but who knows i mean i played the game for the second time and i still don't know what the story is about uh yeah uh but yeah after that i'm not
0: gonna i'm not gonna spoil it but uh i mean it's when you start the game it's not obvious but when you get to the point where they start explaining what it is about then oh okay that yeah, makes absolutely no sense, but I get it.
1: Yeah, well, that's the power of the game that it's just so weird that it sucks you in, and everybody's like, "I want to know what this is about," you know? Because like yeah. everyone I've spoken to that hasn't played the game is, and then starts playing the game, they're like, "Yeah, it's so weird," and I just wanted to know what what, what it was all about, you know? Um, but yeah, after the, the the death Stranding, I started playing Yakuza Three. Um, I haven't finished it yet, but I'm like in chapter nine, and there's twelve chapters. So okay, i almost uh, done with it. Um, you can really notice that they didn't... So like Yakuza 1 and 2 were remade into mm-hmm. Kiwami 1 and 2. And they used the graphics engine of one of the recent ones. So you can really see that they went back. They used the one from zero, I want to say. I'm not sure which one. But like you can really see that it's a really pretty game. And they really put the effort into it. And with 3, and I think with some of the others probably as well, 3 was a PS3 game. You can really see that they have remastered it, so like up the resolution, a little bit more textures, blah, blah, blah. It didn't get like the full treatment, so you can really notice that, and um, it got... It has these random encounters, like in Final Fantasy, you know, where you're just walking around, and then you just get a random encounter with an enemy. It has that as well. It had it in the previous two as well, but there you could at least see it on the map, and you could just run away from it if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. But here is like... Literally like those Final Fantasy moments that there's like, hey, uh, yeah, blah, 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 I want to fight you, ha ha ha, and then you fight them. And I don't like yeah, but when you're on the way to your to your mission. I'm like, yeah. oh, I don't want to fight you. Leave me alone, you know. Um, so there's a little bit of an issue I have with the game. But besides that, I mean, I love the y- Yakuza games. I mean, it's just crazy characters. Majima is like a completely wacko guy. I love him. Um, Uh, Yeah, I'll probably, after I finish this one, I'll probably go on with 4, and then with 5, and with 6, and you know how it goes. I really want to play Judgment as well, so um, strangely enough, that one is not on sale in the PlayStation Store right now because of Black Friday, but the sequel, Lost Judgment, is on sale. So I was like, this makes no sense at all. That Um, is weird. Yeah, so that, and then I also bought Far Cry 6 in the Black Friday sale.
0: I Ooh, got a good oh yeah, deal no, It's like 45 euros now?
1: Yeah, it was it went from 70 to 49. So I was like, wow oh, that's an okay price. And I might pick up some other games. I saw that Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cup was 60 now. I'm like, yeah, I can I'm willing to pay 60 for that now.
0: Oh, for the for the PlayStation 5 version.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I still want to play the Iki Island expansion and Ratchet and Clank is also 60. So you know, I might buy that one as well. I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm going to buy The Last of Us 2 digitally because I want to stream that eventually. So, But anyways, um, I've been playing Far Cry 6. Um, mm-hmm. It's been a long time since I played a Far Cry game, so the last one I played was 4, and I really loved 3, and 4 felt like 3 but with a reskin, and that's why I just didn't even finish it. And then I skipped out on 5, I skipped out on like all the ones that came after it because every time I got excited and I looked at the reviews, I like, this is just a reskin. And with this, it still has that feeling. But the funny part is, you can really notice the influences of other Ubisoft games in it. Like, I've had a few instances in which I was like, yeah, this is not an original mechanic. This is from that Ubisoft game, or this is from that Ubisoft game, or this is from that, <laughs> that Ubisoft game. But I was like, in the end, it's not, I think, not weird that they do it because you have all this experience in house. So, and nine out of 10 times, it's the same studios that do it. So they'll carry over some stuff like, oh, yeah, maybe we should do uh, the towers from Assassin's Creed to unlock the map. Yeah, I was about to bring that, that up. Yeah, it's, Are the
0: towers of no, Assassin's no, no, Creed no, no. in there? No, it's not no. in it.
1: No. But it's, um, for example, there is this, um uh, I don't know which game, but that's also from Ubisoft game. Oh, that's from Ghost Recon. So you can grab your cell phone, and then you can just scan the environment or look around in the environment. And if there's enemies or other... in points of interest it will automatically mark him so it's like that's from ghost recon because you can just throw your drone out and then when your drone spots an enemy it automatically marks him and there's this i think
0: immortal do- immortals uh, phoenix rising does that too it could kind of, be sort of.
1: cuz what happens is is you have this you, you get into an area with enemies and then there's this red fog and the more enemies you spot with your camera or you identify yourself the clearer the fog becomes and when you've identified everybody then there's no fog anymore on the minimap so i'm like
0: ah.
1: that's ghost recon and they also have like weapon customization and weapon gear sets and leveling I'm like that's also ghost of of, of of ghost recon or division i'm like you know it's fine (laughs) um it's a fun game i mean i'm having fun with it i'm trying to not judge it by the fact that it's just a reskin or it feels like that i mean it's it has uh it has a cool story so far Uh, there's these fun little things in it like when you sometimes when you're driving in the car and the radio is on uh your Mm -hmm. character danny danny roas will just start to sing along which is like really fun like it's a really really cool small things (laughs) Um in typical Ubisoft fashion, the game has issues like bugs, but it's less than other games. So it's not game-breaking, so it's not Assassin's Creed Valhalla level. Um, but you can see in some cutscenes that the frame rate is off, so it stutters a bit, or I had a mission where it bugged with one of the characters that I had to follow them. They had to um lead me through the mission. And then it bugged, and they were constantly in the same room, just walking in circles. And I'm like, great. And then I tried to kill the character and revive it, <laughs> but that didn't fix it. And I'm like, you know what? Let me just reload the freaking save. Uh, and that worked. Or I had today an instance in which I was burning crop uh, duster planes down, and then I tried to get into one to fly away. And then there was like the wreckage of the, the previous plane in front of me, so I didn't know if I was going to go through it or if it was an ob- object it would detect so it just went against it and then it sort of got launched into the air and then i was suddenly in the air flying i'm like <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> this is cool oh, no. yeah or i had one with a pistol then i shot an enemy and it was like i shot it with a cannon and it just
0: flew away <laughs> <laughs> man that sounds like classic uh, skyrim uh, <laughs> yeah. bugs i was like oh, oh no I'm i old. got hit by the by the by the giant troll and i'm flying <laughs> to the air now <laughs> yeah. it's funny to see it but
1: it's not it's not game breaking you know it's like these small no. things i'm like i'm okay with this i mean i, I when i want i really wanted to play this with valhalla but i t- deliberately didn't buy that launch but bought it like in december because it was uh uh on discount yeah i bought it in january it was in discount and i knew like a couple of patches had come out so i know like it was okay um funny thing a friend of mine is playing it and he sent this video that when he does something specifically he just gets launched out of the level so i was like oh that's still in the game okay well wow, that's almost like a year after launch and there's still a bug like that in the game
0: okay that's yeah
1: weird. um yeah, so that Far Cry 6, I mean, it's a huge open world. It's really fun. It has co-op. I haven't tried the co-op yet, but I've got a couple of friends who have it, so we'll probably co-op it. Um, It's cool to see that you can uh customize your weapons, you can upgrade your weapons, and like enemies, you have different enemy types that are vulnerable to different types of ammunition, for example. So there are some enemies that have armor, so you need to use weapons that have armor-piercing rounds. Um, You can add different types of ammo to all weapons but you can only change it at a workbench because otherwise it would probably be overpowering um it has a lot of weapons in it and there's also like normal levels that you the weapons that you can customize Mm. and there is also like unique legendary weapons that already have all sorts of stuff and tricked out so that's cool um you have these cool companions one is a guapo which
0: is a crocodile and you can order him around you can pet him i love guapo yeah yeah and the other one which one the other one is the dog right yeah that's chorizo
1: i got him now so he's like you can hear his real squeak when he's running around so it's really funny
0: and like which one is your favorite so far
1: i I only have the two but chorizo has got to be my favorite so far because he's like this little dog and then sometimes you just marking enemies and you see him walking off on its own and he's just trying to kill an enemy by himself and you see the enemy <laughs> trying to throw chorizo off you know because it's like this little dog biting an enemy um yeah and the 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 the, 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 the protagonist the antagonist is uh of course uh anton castillo was played by uh oh wow i forgot his name
0: juan esposito
1: yeah, I always call him Gus from uh, Los Polos Hermanos from uh, Breaking Bad. So but he like he has a really good performance. He's like really, really, I would almost say it's a vast level, because like, Vaz from Far Cry 3 is like the best uh, yeah. boss or the craziest boss, but he has like this same level. I really like him. um, And he just appears in random moments, so that makes it really fun. So that's good, and that's basically it. And then I'm also able to play some Battlefield because I got like the EA access, so I got like 10 hours earlier access to the the game. I haven't bought it yet on on PlayStation um, because I was a little bit afraid that the game might be in a rough state, which it is. Just to be clear, it is a rough diamond. If it's polished enough, it will be an amazing game because I have had really fun moments in the game so far. But right, I, fair, fair. Last week on Thursday, the day one patch came out, which fixed a lot of stuff. Um, so that's a good thing. And I mean, like, I'm still excited about it. Like, the plus system where you can switch weapon up, uh, customization on the fly. Um, the funny thing is, is, I haven't really found a 2042 map that I have really click with because the maps are really big because it's 128 people. And because of that, you do get more of those instances in which you just walk or run a lot and you just kill get killed randomly. Um, When you play All Out Warfare, if you play Breakthrough, the level is, of course, chopped into sectors. So the map is a bit more condensed, so it's a little bit more easier. But funnily enough, I've had the most fun with the Portal mode, because the Portal mode is basically most people have. Yeah, (laughs) the Portal mode just gives you Battlefield 3, Bad Company 2, 1942, and 2042. And then you can just use everything. I played a lot of matches of uh, VIP fiesta, it's called. So you have like both teams have a VIP, you need to kill the VIP 15 times to win, and it's World War I- II versus ba- Bad Company 2. And you would say that the Bad Company 2 guys have a clear advantage, but they don't. There's like a real good balance in there. So I've killed like a lot of enemies as a World War II soldier. There's because if you die, you get you get a random kit so you have like a shotgun or a machine gun or a bazooka and like i've had instances in which i had a bazooka and then i was like just finding vip because he gets marked on the map so you know what he is and i would just randomly run around and i would just see him in the distance was like you know just try it and pop shoot with my bazooka and bam he would he would die and then two seconds later there's one spawning next to me i'm like he's mine you know and then i would just go around with my bazooka blowing up all these vips or I would switch to my pistol. I like I had these genuine Battlefield moments where you're like, switching yeah. to your pistol. Bah, 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 oh, crap, I got to reload. And then you hit the ground, and then you hope they don't kill you. I mean, like I've had a lot of fun in VIP Fiesta. And um, I just really hope they add more maps because... Um, Can't you do custom stuff in portals? You can, but there's like, based on the maps they, they have. So, I, I want maps like, uh, like in Battlefield 3, you had a couple of maps like uh, Operation Metro or Santa Crossing, like I like these urban maps. So I really hope they add those maps. But so far, I'm I'm having a lot of fun in Portal. Um, I am gonna wait to because Dice has said that they're gonna release two big patches in the next month. So I'm gonna wait for those to come out, and then I'll probably buy it on PS Five because I've been playing it on PS Four uh, of a PC now. Um, but with with a game like that, I mean, like I'm playing it on 2560p and medium settings. But with that, I want to be able to play it in four K sixty FPS, and on PS five, it is four K sixty FPS. You know, you just want to enjoy the beauty of the game, mm. um, and that's just that. That's just basically it. So um, I hope the patches come out fast. Um, I'm excited, and that's all that I have been playing. So what have you been playing? You played a lot, dude. I, I know. I
0: was like, I was shocked myself that I played this much. Uh I on the other hand have only been playing one game and one game only. Animal Crossing New Horizons, Happy par- Happy Home Paradise. I actually and I'm really disappointed in myself that I did this, but I was just way too into the into the DLC. But I finished the main DLC. Oh. So like I I rolled credits, which oh. I first of all did not know that you could do. Um but you can. And I did it off stream. Uh. So I'm kind of disappointed in myself, mostly because of uh, our good old buddy Liam, who mm. was like, Hey, there's something waiting for you once you've reached this point. I kind of wish he told me that it was the end of the flipping game so that <laughs> I would have held <laughs> off for it. Because oh. he was like, Oh, you're going to be really surprised by it. And I was really surprised by it. And it was really fun. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, but I'm pretty sure if you Google it, you'll find it. But I really enjoyed it. It was really cool. It was like, I was completely caught off guard by it and was so fun to see. I was like, oh, this is a really cool way to essentially end the DLC. But, you know, afterwards, you can still decorate vacation homes. Uh, and I've gotten basically all the all the upgrades that I can use on my island. So I can make pillars. I can make partition walls. I can uh make, like, these islands, like the short ones and the medium height ones. That you see in homes sometimes, like they have like these island partitions. Uh, And I can now decorate, redecorate um, the houses for my villagers, which is nice. Except I can't increase the size of their homes, which really sucks because I kind of wanted that to be a thing that I can do so that I can like pimp out their houses. And now you kind of can't, you can change it. But it's still like this four by four, I think no, sorry, um not four by I think it's four yeah four by four sized apartments and it's really tiny. I mean you can do a lot of creative stuff with it, but at the same time it's like kind of wish I had more space to work in, you know, yeah. so that you can really take advantage of the space. Hmm. Meh, c'est la vie. Take what you get. Um I saw you visited some people. Yes, I did yeah. during, a, during a stream, no less. Um, so I visited Liam's Island, obviously, nice. um, which is this beautiful Japanese-inspired island um, with like so, a 7 so And then, like, it is so beautiful. Like, gosh darn it, like respect to Liam. Um, and then there was this uh, other guy who was on the stream and he was like, uh, hey, I want to share mine too. Do you want to visit my island? I was like, okay, sure. Um, gosh darn it, like, kinda of forgot his name right now. My my apologies. Is it Ling Ling? Um, no no it wasn't Ling. Oh. Ling. Ling um I did not visit Ling Ling's Island. I did visit uh Keoda Lynx's island when she was streaming. Oh nice. Um and Ling, Ling was there. So we both were on her island and uh she visited my island and I gave her her and Ling Ling a bunch of money. And they were super surprised by it. I was like, oh, I can't take this money. I'm like, take it. I literally have millions of bells. Just take it. Oh, wow. Look and at whenever you being an high roller. Just whenever me someone me. Visit, visits my... I was kind of worried that I would run out of money with the updates. And then I didn't. So I still had a bunch of money. And I made even more money afterwards on the on the, on the the Stalk Exchange. So it's like, mm-hmm. I have all this money. I don't really do a lot with it. Because now I'm just focused on getting gyroids, with our, which are these cool little figures that make um, uh, a musical instrument noise. And there's like a bunch of different ones. And the cool thing about them is if you put them in a room, they will harmonize with one another and make music. Oh, that's nice. If you have music playing in the room, they will harmonize with the music playing in the room. And some of the, like, I posted one on my Instagram, which, if you're not following me, uh, at Maximilian underscore X. Um, <laughs> shameless plug. Shameless plug. <laughs> you all, I, I posted a video of, uh, of my apartment. And, like, I have a bunch of gyroids on the wall. And they're just jamming with, uh, with KK House, which is one of the songs. Mm. And it just sounds so cool. Because the song itself is pretty cool. But the harmonizing with the gyroids is just... It brings it to the next level. Okay, wow. So I've just been collecting gyroids every single day. I go to the mysterious island. You can get one gyroid fragment. I take it home with me. I bury it in the ground. I give it water. And then a gyroid comes out of it the next day. If it rains on your island, you can actually find gyroids on your island, which is nice. Oh, That is nice. Which is... In, in context of like previous games if it rained you could find more gyroids but if it didn't rain you'd find just one gyroid but now the way they did it in new horizons is that you'll um, when it rains you will find a gyroid fragment which you have to rebury and you know rewater um, unless it's raining then you don't have to it does it automatically obviously um, and you'll find a whole gyroid that's just ready out of the ground that you can put in your Oh, nice. So that's really nice. Um I've de- I've done some redecorating in my house and uh, some redecorating on my island. I have a bunch of farms now where I glo- grow wheat, sugarcane, uh tomatoes, carrots, and what's the other one? Potatoes. And you can make you can make recipes and you can uh uh, well not make recipes obviously you make food items out of them and you can collect recipes to like create food items and sometimes if you get a certain item like for example if you catch a fish a certain fish and you can turn it into a dish like your villager will be like hey I think I can make the insert you know um, uh, food item here and it's like you learned how to make this food I was like oh <laughs> cool nice. Yeah, like I caught a red snapper when on day 1 of the of the of the deal of the of the patch. And it says like, "Oh, you just got a red snapper. Hey, I think I can make like this um uh you know, this 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 dish out of it. Hey, you learned to make this dish with the red snappers. Like, oh cool. That's cool." Yeah. So Animal Crossing New Horizons has been taking up a lot of my time, uh both online and offline and both on stream and off. Pokemon Diamond uh Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl recently released. I bought that as Brilliant Diamond. I have yet to play Brilliant Diamond. I uh
1: I I heard and I was shocked. <laughs> I am thinking about getting one of the two but you know
0: my Switch has been gathering dust for months so Look, you know what? If you do, if you do decide to pick it up, fine. Let's play it together then, because then, um, it's a co-op. We can trade stuff. No, it's not co-op, but you can oh. trade stuff. Oh, that's nice. And that's and that's kind of the whole point of Pokemon. That's always been the case. If you do, please pick up Pearl, <laughs> um, so that we can do some trades. I'll try. Uh, outside of that, uh, if you don't pick it up, it's fine. I think uh, one of our friends, uh, uh, our uh, friend the cat mama, Cozy. <laughs> um she has pearl so i might i should do some trades with her so. cool yeah she's been uh playing it for a couple of uh, for days now a couple of a couple of days she's uh she's been telling me like you gotta play you gotta play it's like yeah i'll get i'll get to it Easy. easy. yeah um yeah so it's it's been kind of weird um the fact that that's the only thing i've been playing so far That's okay. because it's like i mean it's fine but I did not expect to be into like the DLC. Like the update, I was like, I'm into the update because of the gyroids. Mm-hmm. I did not expect to enjoy the ever-loving crap out of the Happy Home Paradise DLC. I did not expect it. I thought like, I will, oh, I'll just do it to get the upgrade stuff. But like just doing a stream or off stream and just like designing a home for like a half hour, it's just so much fun and so zen, and I've never felt more relaxed playing a video game than I did than I do with, with playing Happy Home Paradise. Wow. Okay. Well, so, yeah, and you know, uh, considering the fact that uh, Advance Wars uh, One Plus Two reboot camp got delayed till spring next year, I don't have anything to end the year on. I might pick up Shin Megami Tensei Five. But I want to finish Persona 5 first, which I also still need to get back to. So I think I'm going to do that in between like Animal Crossing. So I'm going to get back to Persona 5 Royal, finish that. Once that's finished, I'll pick up Shimagami Tensor 5 and do that because that game is like ballers. <laughs> it's a very pretty game for the Switch, and it's a very good JRPG. Nice. So I think that is it. That's it? At least that's it. That's all that I've been playing. So, Sean Templer, uh, will you do the honors? I will try.
1: Um, Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to another episode of Game Rivals, as always. We really appreciate your support. Um, Please consider subscribing, um, rating, reviewing uh, our podcast. On all available platforms where I have a podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, Overcast, Google Play, or Podcast, you name it, we're probably there. Uh, don't forget to, if you're a Spotify listener, to participate in the question uh, that Maximilian always posts there. Um, if you do, we'll uh, we'll feature you on uh, on the podcast. Um, you can find us on YouTube as well. Um, we'll put the link in the description because we're not the only Game Rivals out there on YouTube, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, the episode always goes live the same time the audio version goes live. So if you want to look at our pretty faces, then this is your chance. So
0: Unless <laughs> <laughs> um, well, sure I already are, so hi. Yeah. Uh,
1: we can reach us through email, gamerivalsfeedback at gmail.com, or on Twitter, game underscore rivals underscore. Again, another Game Rivals has taken the at Game Rivals handle, so that's why we have that. You can find Maximilian on, on Twitter as well, at Maximilian. Um, you can find us on Instagram at Game Rivals and at Maximilian underscore um, X. We both stream on Twitch, uh, twitch.tv slash Maximilian underscore X. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what are you going to stream next?
0: Um, my next stream is probably going to be more Animal Crossing because th- that is just the Zen thing right now. Mm-hmm. But um, if I am pushed to it or if people convince me, I might do Pokemon. Um, but what I might actually stream is Burnout Paradise, because I got that on the cyber uh on the cyber deals for Black Friday on. Oh, Switch. that's nice. Burnout oh, Paradise is and it, really cool. Oh my god, I miss Burnout Paradise. So uh, as soon this. as soon as the Guns N' Roses uh song kicked in, I was like, oh, I was banging my yeah. head. I was like, yeah, yeah. let's go! I love that. Oh, man. And it's the ultimate version that got released a couple of years ago that got remastered. So it has everything on the, like, all the DLC stuff is unlocked, like the the big surf island. Mm -hmm. You can go there immediately. Um, The first thing I did was, after I did some missions, is go to the garage and get the Back to the Future inspired car. Nice. So it has the floating mode. It's a a stunt car. And I love stunt cars because you can do a lot of cool stunts with them. I was nice. never like, because she had different classes. She had like the, the oh, I actually did play that. Yeah, forgot <laughs> to mention that. Now um, you do. Yeah, no, I did. So yeah, I might stream that um, and just have a f- cool, chill uh, Burnout Paradise stream, but I'm definitely going to be streaming more Animal Crossing. Nice, nice. What will you be streaming when you come back?
1: Uh, I, I'm thinking about doing a stream again this week because I just because of Formula 1, and I wasn't feeling well, and all sorts of stuff. So I am thinking about maybe doing Uncharted 2, because I don't want to do another open-world game, because it's just so intense sometimes. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a few on my list that I want to stream. But for now, I want to be more like a single-player narrative game. So I might do Uncharted 2. Uh, If someone else has some recommendations, I'm happy to hear it. I'm just looking for something uh, something smaller. Maybe uh, I heard that Batman, the Telltale games are really cool. Also, a be easy to get through so I might do those um I haven't decided yet but if I can't find anything I'll probably do uncharted 2 cuz I just love those games sweet uh,
0: yeah um and that's basically it um on that note oh I- there's one more thing the question
1: oh of yeah the, episode. the question of the And episode. the
0: question and the and the question of these ep- in the episode I thought about it and I think um I think this is one that I think everybody... Uh, if you could Bobby, my, fire Bobby Kotick, would you do it? <laughs> is that the question? Not. I don't even think that that's a question. I think everybody <laughs> would just say yes. But um, my question would be, um, do you think, outside of Bobby Kotick needing to be ousted, do you think Activision can recover from this? That Yeah, yeah.
1: okay, that's a good question. Because
0: I think at this point, it's almost an inevitability. They, I think they can. Like, they have to, their, their hand will be forced to yeah. do so, regardless of the support that he's getting from, from investors. Yeah. Um, the question is, can Activision itself change after yeah. that?
1: But here's my prediction. And I hope it doesn't happen that way for the wrong reasons, but for the right reasons. But I feel that they're going to kick him out, Bobby Kotick, and then they're going to install or a- appoint a new female CEO. And then she's going to have to reform the company. But I hope that they pick a female CEO, not because she's a female and they just want to say, put her on a post and say like, we had a bad dude and he did a lot of bad shit and he condoned a lot of bad shit. Now we have a woman because look how good and inclusive and diverse we are. Cause I mean, like, They need to pick a woman because they believe in her and they want her to change the company, not for some public PR stunt. Cause you know that when the companies do that, I would just get mad. Cause I'm like, it's not fair for the woman. It's not fair for other people. You're just trying to fix your image. You're not genuinely believing in this cause, but I hope they do. And then I just, you know, I think, I mean, Call of Duty is a huge franchise and people will keep on buying that and playing that, especially if the rumors are true and we're getting modern warfare two next year. I mean, a lot of people are going to put their money in that basket. So, you know, I think they can recover, but they need to do fundamental change, and they probably will after this.
0: Yeah. At least I'm really hoping for it. Again, willing it into existence right here. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right. And on that note. Yeah, on that note, I have been and always will be Sean Templar. And I've always... I, and I, good <laughs> week. What is wrong with me today? I do this every other week. Why am I messing this up? I I have been and always will be Maximilian X. And we will catch you on the next one. Later.